Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Uh, yeah, almost T-Generation X, but we are TNT. There's an A throwdown for another episode, episode number 18 here. Um, today is May the 14th, uh, 2020, uh, alongside Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling. My name is Chris Maloney, of course. Uh, Sean, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, pretty quiet. Uh, no complaints. Um, however, you've said to me numerous times, if you're going to do something right, you need to do it properly. So why do you half-ass that uh, Degeneration X uh, New Age Outlaws entry? Well, because I'm in the other room, I've got a, a wife that's doing report cards right now and a toddler that's sleeping, so like, I can't... You can still do. say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, TNT Thursday Night Throwdown proudly presents Thursday Night Throwdown with Chris Maloney and Sean Bates. And we've got Stephen O'Neill on the line as well. We'll, we'll bring in momentarily here. Um, let's go through some stats. I started doing stats, and I'm kind of impressed. I started going all the way back, I think, to episode 10, which was kind of cool. Uh, so episode 17, which we did last week with the one and only Cody Diener. And uh, I'm trying not to mess up this show for once. So, But I've got screens all over the place. But there we go. Um, anyways, Cody, uh, Cody Diener. I'm not sure these stats on Facebook yet, but 453 people reached 93 engagements. Uh, the thing I know is 136 views. So that video that I posted on Facebook, the the interview with Cody Diener uh, last week's show has 136 views. I don't think it's one guy hitting the, the viewpoint 136 times. But uh, anyways, it is good. Some of the stuff I've gone through and seen has over 200 views. Episodes I'm like, okay, what the hell did we talk about? The WrestleMania episode, which was the only part one, because I ended up falling asleep during part two. And part one, I'll admit, I was drinking a few. And, you know, next thing I know, I was like, well, hey, you know, everybody else is talking about WrestleMania, so why not? I'm going to do this as well. We had like 230 views on that thing. I was like, holy crap, people were basically listening to me talk about absolutely nothing, which I'm kind of doing right now. So this should get some good hits <laughs> as well. But we are growing. Um, in saying that, we are on Twitch for the very first time tonight. Uh, like I said, Facebook, we're doing well on uh, YouTube. We are getting a hit. So we had like 13 views on the Cody Diener interview last week, but we're not getting the live response. And in saying that, you guys have any questions, comments, whatever, if you're on Facebook, let us know. I will put the comment on the screen. We will answer uh, as need be. Um, on a serious note, I do want to bring this up and read this. So um, young guy by the name of Steven, uh, eight years old. Uh, I believe his mom had posted on Facebook on the Ontario Indie Wrestling Group. I'm just going to read this. So please read all wrestling fam uh, family. COVID-19 has been hard on so many people for so many reasons, be it financial, physical, or even mentally. person I'm going to reach out for now has been affected emotionally and mentally. You see, there's a little fan that many ha of you have come to know that attends as many shows as he physically can, and many of you fall in love with him. So I'm reaching out for your help. Quarantine has been really tough on Steven as he is immunocompromised given complications he has that being said he's really depressed as of late missing the wrestling family both fans and wrestlers alike and now i'm asking for your help two weeks steven has a very important mri schedule severity of the mri is crucial as it will determine if you require a very invasive surgery later this year that will take him out for three months being that he's only eight uh, he takes everything with stride but usually has wrestling to distract his mind with uh, that but right now there are no hugs no smack talk no smash tables or flippy shit so he feels alone, isolated, and scared as this MRI will be four hours in length and uh, probably require an overnight stay at Sick Kids. I am hoping everyone can help me out by sending him a video message wishing him luck or sharing a special message for him during this time, and I will edit them together. They don't have to be long, but I know it would mean the world uh, to him. So I'm going to kick Sean and I off the screen just for a sec.
And as you can see, that the picture right there that was uh, behind us was uh, is Stephen. Um, Sean, that picture, and you were beside me with this one, where was taken at the, uh, I guess, the, the Rebel Complex there in Toronto, the Impact Tapings Night 1. Um, he was with Joe Hendry, uh, Gato, was it Gato, Guido, Guido, the, uh, and then uh, Katarina Waters. Anyway, long story short, they had Joe Henry in a face and Tyson Dukes that night. Uh, Sean and I were attending. pretty cool moment. Um, you know, the, the fact that wrestling's not taking place right now, it kind of breaks my heart to, to hear the story, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, Crystal, I, I believe is his mom. I'm not 100% sure, but. Uh, yeah, uh, Crystal is his mom. So anyways, um, I did a little bit of research on this. What he has is called uh, Kiari um, Malformation. Um, and I know I pronounced the butchered the, the name of that, but anyway, it's a condition in which brain uh, tissue extends into your spinal canal. It occurs when part of your skull is abnormally small or misshapen, pressing on your brain and forcing it downward. Uh, for a lot more information on that, mayoclinic.org is the site I'm on. You can read all up about it, which I did earlier. Uh, Sean, I'm going to get your thoughts just on uh, you know his fight with uh, this disease. Knowing it's incurable, he's gone through two different brain surgeries at the age of eight years old. Uh, with your connections, as far as what you do for a living, um, I mean, how do you how do you cope with this? How do you, to me, as you know, somebody who works retail, it's tough hearing and, and seeing this, uh, you know, learning about it. To you, who's part of it Monday to Friday, and even more so than that, um, how do you how do you get through it? Um, you know, how do you how do you uplift their spirits and, and keep them going? Well, it, in this, my case, I uh, work with people with disabilities, and you know we don't focus on the disability. We treat uh, each other as just a regular uh, person, like uh, somebody who's equal uh, in a way with us, and just you know do normal things every day. Um, yeah, we saw Stephen as part of uh, that Impact Wrestling uh, moment. Um, actually, yeah, Stephen O'Neill and I. Uh, saw him a couple seats down from us at the uh, last uh, Smash Wrestling event that we attended. Uh, and that little guy uh, has quite the uh, trash-talking uh, style to him. Like, he definitely knows his stuff, and he's not afraid to uh, hold back. He uh, definitely let the wrestlers that were uh, coming out towards us uh, know what he thought of them. And that little guy has a lot of spirit uh, to him. And to see some of the pictures he's taken over the uh, last few years at different indie shows. Yeah, the kid just loves uh, being around the whole scene. And uh, Stephen, uh, hopefully he uh, gets his MRI uh, and has a uh, good result and good news. Yeah, so the official hashtag that they're using for this is uh, hashtag Stephen's Wrestling Journey. Uh, for those listening on audio, you can see it up on the screen there. Uh, the website, his YouTube channel is uh, streaming below, uh, you know, as well as you can see that in the background right now. So just if you go on YouTube, Stephen's Wrestling Journey is uh, what you want to search and you can bring that up. Uh, subscribe to his channel. And then he's got a couple of cool things going on in his channel. So it's a thing called Turnbuckle Talk, but he's got, uh, you know, Rey Mysterio, uh, Casey, Two Scoops, uh, Spinelli. Uh, his last one he did about four months ago was uh, Toy Hunting with Steven. Uh, so Matt Cardano would be a huge fan of that. But uh, anyways, check that out. Uh, go to Facebook, go to YouTube, support him, uh, show him that, you know, you're you're out there and, uh, you know, uh, do some clips for him. You know, um, 
Uh, I've reached out to Crystal to see if we can do some type of interview here on the show, not with him, but have him on the show interviewing, you know, somebody he wants to interview. So I uh, just waiting to hear back from that. But I think it'd be a, a pretty cool just to be able to, you know, to give him kind of a live platform to be able to interview somebody he wants to. So anyways, like I said, for more information, uh, you can go to, uh, you know, the Thursday Night Throwdown, uh, our group or the Scumbags of Wrestling, or like I said, search on YouTube there. Um, just while I'm stopping the screen here, and I'm going to bring in Stephen O'Neill. Stephen, what are your thoughts on uh, a little Stephen there? The fact he's eight years old, uh, two surgeries already, and MRI scheduled. Breaks my heart. I mean, he should know that we're all with him, and I really hope you can set something up because I'd love to. I heard that kid. He has a four. He he makes me look, sound innocent. The four-letter words that was coming out of his mouth, I loved it. Kind of sounds like us on this on this show when you get me going. Yeah, that could be one of those nights tonight. So um, let me see. Richard Render, uh, Ryder, hope I pronounced that right. You guys using OBS. Uh, no, we are not, as I'm just getting the, uh, the proper banners back in place here. We are actually using, um, and you will see a whole bunch of hype down below. So I've actually updated all our, our social media links as well as the uh, website address, which I've updated, which I'll talk about at the end of the show. Uh, but we are using StreamYard. StreamYard gives us the ability to go straight to uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, tonight, we're going to Facebook as well as uh, Twitch for the very first time, just to see. Because with that, I still have the ability to upload to YouTube later. So it's not live on YouTube, uh, but it will be uh, live on Twitch, Facebook right now, and then upload it to YouTube later. So thanks for that comment. All right, guys, let's get into some sort of wrestling talk because there's quite a few topics on here. So um, what do I want to start with? All right, let's start with this. Alberto Del Rio. Um, you guys obviously aware of what the hell took place. Um, you know, it's one of those things that you could see the pattern adding up. Um, all the uh, stuff that he had done when he was drunk or high, whatever the case may be with regards to... Um, you know, Triple H, I, he went off on Triple H one night, I think, on Twitter or Instagram, whatever the case was. Uh, very toxic relationship with Paige um, to the point, you know, there was one, I think, conversation or something like that. Her brother got involved and you could hear her yelling in the background, just leave me alone, leave me alone. And all of a sudden she came to his defense. They part ways, you know, he separates, goes on to Impact Wrestling, starts doing the MMA stuff. Uh, you don't hear much about his personal life anymore until the fact that all of a sudden now he's being arrested for uh you know aggravated sexual assaults um you know uh it's not a good story for him is it one of those things that needs to be broadcast in the wrestling business uh, kind of that private life of somebody we watch perform in the ring and what's your guys take on the whole situation as well as the whole uh, you know uh, his who he is outside of the ring i mean um do will he ever get help or is this kind of like a tammy uh, uh, situation where it's just going to happen over and over and over again. Steven? I mean, it's a sad situation. Uh, in a previous life, I was a social worker by trade. And until he gets help, I hope he does get help. We're going to find more and more stories like this. Wasn't there a domestic abuse at one point? Was, was he not involved in one of those too? There was something that happened about a year ago that um, – I think it was about a year ago that nobody had mentioned and that I think came from Dave Meltzer. Um, but yeah, that was kind of tucked under the rug there, but this is obviously public. He was arrested, released, um, obviously pending charges. What happens with him? It could, uh, I think two years in jail or something like that is what he's looking at minimum. Um, but um, yeah, tough situation. Steven, uh, you want to continue? Yeah. I, I think 
it's a sad situation for that whole family. I really do hope he gets any sort of counseling and addiction services he needs. Um, until he does that, I think he's out of the wrestling sphere. I, I can't see him ever being picked up by a major company again. But, I mean, I really just hope he gets some help because it's it's a sad situation. I, I wouldn't want that to be anyone's family that they're going through right now. Yeah, like, in all honesty, the guy has a good lineage to him. He's second generation at least. Super talented, whether you're doing MMA or uh, wrestling, uh, professional wrestling. But whatever problem is he seems to be his own worst enemy and you know unfortunately he makes scumbags look really good this guy is so greasy that you know i wouldn't want to even look at him to hire him again he got let go by wde and next thing you know impacts hiring him and all these other places think oh you know he's available let's get him but then no sooner he gets there he starts off good and plummets and until things get figured out in his life like you pointed out he could be the male version of tammy sitch hopefully now that she's out of jail we've actually heard nothing uh negative about her at the moment so that's i guess a good thing uh so hopefully maybe the same thing needs to happen to him go away for a while and uh figure out uh, his demons and go forward very interesting about what was it two was it two years ago we we're doing the sharpshooter podcast or three two Two years ago, we were talking about Enzo Amore and whether or not he was uh, untouchable at that point. And then, um, I mean, obviously, you know, he got through what he did and then he, you know, tried to come back and then Kaz messed up and everything. What? But I mean, there's, there's a difference between Enzo Amore and Del Rio. Amore, yeah, he's kind of messed up uh, personality wise, but his uh, accusations that he was facing were turns out unfounded this guy no he's definitely doing what he's been accused of and it's not just the first time offense so i gotta go back in time eddie guerrero he was messed up got fired uh you know got to a point to all of a sudden vicky his wife didn't want to be around him in this and that um nine times out of ten these guys still continue these these same bad patterns and everything else um I mean, is it? Do you guys think it's the wrestling business as a whole that's causing this, or do you think it's just personality traits and the wrestling business is basically what's shedding light on it all? It's personality trait. It's personality and being in the spotlight just brings attention to it. I mean, unfortunately, it's in all sorts of professions and all sorts of lives. Just you only really hear about it when it's this big. When it's someone famous and unfortunately he's in the wrestling business i mean it's it there's no way that the wrestling business given the wrestling business definitely brings in or it used to bring in a lot of extracurriculars um booze pills but this is past even that that like there's booze and pills and then there's being what he's accused of which is heinous heinous behavior yeah, that's the thing, though. It happens not just in uh, professional wrestling. It happens in any uh, 
sort of walk of life. You don't even have to be famous. It could happen, and it's not, to any of us, right? or our next-door neighbor, for that matter. It could be. Uh, you pointed out, could it be the wrestling world that, uh, perpetuating it? But if you look at some people like Triple H, the guy is notoriously a non-drinker. That's why he was brought into the clique to be the stable one of them, right? So it's not necessarily wrestling world uh, bringing everybody down. Owen Hart, which we'll uh, be talking about uh, for uh, Dark Side of the Ring coming up uh, this week. He didn't do anything. He saved his money, did travels, didn't get into any trouble that way. So it's not the wrestling business. There is a way of being famous do your job and still be normal or at least a productive member of society with not being a shithead doing crimes. Well, obviously swearing is <laughs> out the window this episode, but uh, anyways, that's, uh, that's all right. Um, it's funny that we're talking about, um, well, I shouldn't say funny, but it's uh, we're talking about Alberto Del Rio, and then all of a sudden we, uh, you guys are mentioned about other sports and everything else as well. Um, Mike Tyson which we will touch base on momentarily here. We got John Bones Jones uh, of the UFC, which I'm going to transition into momentarily. I know you guys aren't UFC fans, but I've been following it since day one. I'm starting to catch back up as far as everything that has been going on. But um, when the WWE was shit and they were putting fucking, well, okay, there's a (laughs) F-bomb on the show. But when they had Yokozuna and Undertaker facing off in casket matches and all of a sudden Undertaker's rising up, it's like, oh, hey, wait a second, what's this UFC stuff? So... Back in the uh, mid-90s when they first started coming out with is, is when I really started first watching it. Kind of fell out. Now I'm starting to get back into it. But I'm going to give you guys five topics. I just want a brief, just basically thought on it as a whole. Because I know you guys aren't UFC fans. but So it starts out, so UFC 249 took place on Saturday. Uh, Jacare Souza test positive for COVID-19. The event still continues. UFC fighters signed COVID-19 waiver, includes a non-disparagement clause. Basically, they can't go and slam UFC or any of what's going on that weekend. Um, Good thing about everything, GSP was announced for uh, 2020 UFC uh, Hall of Fame class, which was the good news. Um, Henry uh, Cejudo basically retires following UFC title defense, which, I mean, is kind of unheard of in MMA world. And uh, uh, Justin Gaethje wins the interim UFC title at uh, UFC 249. Um, obviously, him versus Khabib is going to be in the works down the line. Um, you talk about bad boys as far as UFC goes, John Bones Jones, Conor McGregor, uh, both of those guys right there. So first of all, thoughts on um, one guy testing positive right before the event and for COVID-19 and the event still taking place. Uh, GSP going into the UFC Hall of Fame as or you can basically comment on the fact that uh, a guy defends his title and then basically retires right after the match. Um, I guess just a, to- uh, just a thought on any one of those three topics as a whole, uh, you know, even the legacy of GSP or the fact of the COVID-19 taking place and UFC not canceling. So a Dana White call right there, another shithead as, as Sean would probably put it. So Sean, I'll get your thoughts first on any of that. And then Steven, well, if you know, we'll get whatever thoughts you want to have. Okay. So Conor McGregor, Obviously, I would say yes, I agree that he should go into Hall of Fame. He is probably one of the most popular names that uh, coming out. ESP, not Conor McGregor. (laughs) See? (laughs) (laughs) We're already ruined. 
You mentioned Connor. You're gonna have somebody listen to this, but what the fuck? They don't they, stop talking about UFC if you can't even get the names right. No, not Connor McGregor. He, he he's going to the UFC Hall of Fame eventually. GSP George Rush St. Pierre, the guy from oh. uh, Montreal, trained in the TriStar gym up there. Okay, well he definitely deserves this. Well, he's probably the only famous Canadian to come out of uh, for UFC that anybody were to name him. We can. We, I, I will. I will debate you anytime you want to on this famous Canadian UFC shit. Um, David the Crow Loiseau, Patrick Cote, uh, Olivier Aubin Mercier. Um, I can keep going on if you want me to. Uh, you, you've, uh, who is the name? I'm forgetting though. Sam Stout here from London, Ontario. Hands of Stone. There's the three of them that own a gym there on York Street, all from London. Yeah, Sam yeah. Stout, Mark Homasick, uh, and Chris Hordecki. Yeah, that, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, adrenaline, adrenaline MMA. I'll take you there sometimes, Sean. I'll tap you out. There we go. <laughs> so there, there's certain names that you, even if you're not a fan of MMA, you're going to recognize. Just like anybody who wasn't a fan of wrestling would recognize the names of Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper and stuff like that for being wrestlers. Yes, I don't follow uh, UFC, but, you know, obviously – very talented and uh, famous and well-deserving of getting into Hall of Fame. So uh, as far as going with the still continuing after uh, somebody proved positive, that signing off just totally was Dana White get, washing his hands of it and going, hey, give me your uh, – I'll get money, but don't uh, take my money if you get in trouble. They also put it on another show yesterday, by the way, as well. So they had they had two shows yeah. within a matter of five days. So, and they're doing one on Saturday as well. Yeah. So, and that that will, that'll be the three that they uh, they were given permission to do, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Steven, before Fight Island gets uh, set up, but yeah. you know, are the ones that participated or were in the same hotel as uh, the guy who tested positive? Are they at least? performing and uh, isolated for at least 14 days to say that they don't pop up and spread it around? Well, that would be the interesting thing. So if they can get Khabib to come over to Fight Island or whatever the case may be, how the hell are you going to let this guy back into you know his country of Russia or Conor McGregor at that? If we see Conor McGregor actually fight on UFC, say on this mysterious, magical Fight Island that uh, keeps being talked about, are they gonna, is Ireland going to let him back in? I don't think he has enough money or whiskey over there to be able to, you know, to kind of... Uh, Say hey, let me back through. Um, I think they're all pretty much fucked. If you if you want to talk about it, I mean, you come over to the states or Fight Island, whatever the case may be. Forget about going back to your home country until COVID's over. Stephen, what are your thoughts on any organization as far as MMA or uh, you know professional wrestling putting on a show, even though one of their competitors that was about to you know to go in, in the ring and compete, the Octagon in this case, uh, test positive for COVID. Dumb idea, or the show must go on. Dumb. I mean, you can't be playing with this stuff anymore. Like, I obviously don't follow UFC. I rem- I would watch George St. Pierre's Matt like fights because well, everyone did. But um, I mean, I would love to know were they changing the, the canvas between every fight? Were they changing the pat? Like, isn't there? pads between like on the fence there the poles in the fence in the cage yeah so an octagon so you get the cage and then you get the the post yeah and you get the, the mat right yeah are they not padded or not not padded they, 
there is padding all across the top and there's padding coming down uh, so with each post. I would love to know if they changed the padding on every fight, the canvas on every fight, everything got sanitized between every fight because that shit's like, you can't, if, if a wrestling show was going to happen and someone tested positive, like just cancel it, postpone it. This is how someone's going to get sick and we're all going to be back in this position. We're finally making steps and if they do this fight island, people are going to be stuck on this island. It's going to be bad. It's fucking Dana White. He's going to fuck this up. What was that? What was that pig's book? Lord of, was it Lord of the Pigs? Um, all these kids end up getting stranded on this, uh, and the next thing you know, they said they they all get messed up. I can see all the fighters becoming the same way. Um, anyways, huh? Yeah. Oh, was it? Is that what it? Yeah. What they call it? Lord of the Pigs? Flies. A oh, Lord of the Flies. Okay. Um, I'm gonna put some comments up. Just a guy I work with here. So Dylan Moore says, "Hey, Chris." Followed up by, "I challenge Chris to a wrestling match." LOL. Followed up by, uh, "We should totally set up a wrestling ring at work, Chris." LOL. And then what's he say? LOL is like washing the carts at work every second. LOL once again. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Thanks for your comments. Um, yeah, you set up that wrestling ring. I will kick your ass at work, but uh, we got to do it All off right. the clock. He's a Kenny Omega fan. You probably can beat him real easy. Don't worry about it. Let it go, Steven. Um, what do, we want? do you know what? We're on this roll. There is some good stuff to talk about, but the fact is uh, I'm in a shitty mood as far as the UFC went. Um, uh, you know, So I'm going to continue this because if you notice the backdrop in behind us, it's a picture of Sami Zayn wearing the Intercontinental Championship over his shoulder. <coughs> collecting my voice there because I got something to say. So Sean and I almost got into a spat right before the show started to air. I said, you know what? Do me a favor. I know you probably don't agree with what I'm going to say, but just to hear me out, okay? So the fact is, and Sean, I, 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 I can see him itching right now, <laughs> but there he goes. He goes, the floor is mine. So here we go. So what I don't agree with, and I understand the fact that Sami Zayn was given the opportunity not to perform for the WWE based on the COVID-19. Okay, he is Canadian. I believe he still lives in Montreal, whatever the case. So he thought he was safe, okay, from any kind of repercussion at all from the WWE, Vince McMahon, Triple H, NXT, whatever the case may be. Problem with that is you've got the NXT Cruiserweight Championship right now up in an inaugural interim tournament uh, taking place G1 Climax style to crown an interim championship or interim champion basically until Jordan Devlin can get back over to the country to defend the, uh, the title properly. Obviously, it sets up a feud. I agree with that. Okay, you got the fact is Jordan Devlin still champ taking on this new champ, whoever it's going to be. But then you got the Tam, uh, Tammy, Sammy Zayn situation, those stupid fucker WWE guys who all of a sudden now they're stripping him of the title because he doesn't want to work for the WWE right now because basically he doesn't want to get sick. He's protecting his family. He's protecting anybody back there in Montreal. So as opposed to being like, you know what? Hey, we're going to put you over here. We're going to suspend the Intercontinental Championship that you have. We're going to put it on a tournament, Battle Royal, whatever the case may be, determine a new champion, and then you guys can fight it out when this shit is all said and done. So how come Jordan Devlin gets to keep his championship and Sami Zayn, who was told he's protected, go home, take a nap, take a rest, don't be part of this COVID-19 thing because obviously you don't want to get sick, but hey, we're going to strip you from, uh, you know, from the title a couple months down the road. So go ahead, piss on that. Piss on the WWE. That's my viewpoint. Not in TNT, but Chris Maloney saying whatever the hell I want to about the Sami Zayn situation. But I am hot and I am upset and I think it's crazy. 
So Sean, go ahead. Stephen, if you want to comment as well. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna drink my white claw right now. <laughs> they just reeled you into the being the most dumb mark possible. I'm and I'm meaning not just you, but anyone who buys into that same mentality. How many interim tournaments, interim champions can one organization have? The belt is a prop. They've said it forever. Yes. Guys like Roman Reigns, Sammy uh, Zayn, uh, Kevin Owens, and anybody else who's decided to sit home are able to sit home. They're doing the proper thing. Those who want to work are working. They have show to continue. Like I said, how many interim championship things can you do? They're doing it over on NXT, and that's going okay. NXT also had the opportunity to do the same sort of thing last night because Pete Dunne isn't able to wrestle, and he's trapped over in the UK. What did they do? They didn't strip the titles. They made them lose the titles. It's a storyline. Sami Zayn is stripped of the title. Do you think he's going to come back and be pushed down the card and be punished and all this other crap that people want to talk about? He will be able to come back, seek revenge for being not uh, properly losing his title. He'll go after the same uh, person who holds the belt when he gets back, just like Jordan Devlin will go after whoever wins the interim title. It's just a different way of putting it out there. As far as people saying Roman Reigns is getting punished because, oh, he's not being shown, yeah, you remove him, when you can go back into a regular situation or he's able to come back, here comes your big pop because people haven't seen or talked to him at all. It's all storyline and to reel in fans, regardless of how it's presented, of new uh, a temporary champ waiting for the other guy to return, a new champ waiting for the other guy to return, or just take the belts off the champions and put it on some other uh, team like Imperium. They're keeping the belts going while the show's going, even if the talent can't work. I wish we could go fucking back in time right now and debate this Razor Ramon Shawn Michaels shit and see what he had to say about that, too. It was perfect. It set up an amazing match like we saw at WrestleMania 10 in that ladder match, which is still in regards of the bar of setting for what a ladder match should be. Everybody else is trying to compete with what the second ladder match ever was, because we all know Brett and Sean was the first one on Coliseum Home Video, but it was Sean and Razor, and that was a perfect setup, which is what they're doing with Jordan Devlin or what they can do with Sami Zayn when they return. You're going to regret your words because going to put that fucking strap on Baron Corbin, then we're all going to be in trouble. Um, so write this down. I actually agree with Chris. Yeah, I know. Uh, I very yeah. Write it down because this is could be one of very. Yeah, it's a swearing show. So holy fucking shit, right there. I think they should have kept the title on Sami Zayn. I think he can't perform because he's got. Doesn't he have a disease or something? I feel like that's any stuck in Canada. But regardless, I really think they should have. Capum did an interim title for the IC. 
I mean, you can have one on the main roster, one on NXT, and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I I think you could have put it on a, a younger guy and had Zayn and him whenever. But I agree, I'm, as weird as it sounds with Chris, I would have liked to see it be an interim. I know it's a prop, but if you're going to do – one, keep it consistent. That's all I asked for. Consistent. So then I asked, though, both of you, what's the difference between doing interim and waiting for the champion to return or stripping, crowning, and waiting for the former champion to return? I, I got this, Chris. I got this. Okay. Because um, interim, you automatically set up a champion versus champion. Now, with you stripping him, it's now whoever's the new champion – and when, when, and if, like Sami Zayn, then has to be fit back into the storyline. Interim, you have interim versus champion, and it's a natural storyline. Now you have to fucking figure out how to get this. I know I'm going to go off. Shock told you this before. I was in a grumpy mood. Um, before, like if if I swear to God, if Baron Corbin wins. Oh, Lord Jesus. No, I, I see it going to a fan favorite. That's why Jordan Devlin only got put as an interim because he's a fan favorite. He's not a heel. Sami Zayn is a heel. You take it off him, put it on a fan favorite, and when Zayn is able to return, you have a pissed-off, disgruntled guy who got stripped for no apparent reason and is gunning for your fan favorite current holder of the title because he should be the rightful champion. Either way, the same story is out there. More they, likely, sorry, didn't they announce the, the eight competitors in this tournament thing? Nothing I've seen yet. I've only seen a picture that had seven competitors and was curious where who the other eighth would be because uh, uh, somebody on Facebook uh, posted, uh, what was it, uh, Morrison, Corbin, uh, Seamus, Cesaro, um, there was Gulak and uh, two others. So if you put Gulak in there, Daniel Bryan's probably going to be in there as well. So there's six. So there's two other guys. So I'm going to say this as a wrestling fan, as well as somebody who understands professional wrestling. And uh, as Sean put it, not as a fucking mark. But the fact is, I understand the theory and the thinking behind what you guys are saying. The problem is, and, and I hate saying this, but it's legit. Uh, Sami Zayn does not have that star power. So all of a sudden, you set up an interim champion versus the new champion. Yes, you have Sami Zayn still in that picture, that title picture. You do what you're doing to Sami Zayn right now, where all of a sudden you're stripping him out of the title. And this is the same company where all of a sudden Brody Lee now is in the main event coming up at friggin' the next AEW pay-per-view. And the WWE put him aside and be like, hey, you're not working for a while. Same fucking thing could happen to Sami Zayn. He could be medically cleared. COVID could be over. And next thing you know, the former Intercontinental Champion is now just sitting on the bench. And that's my fear about uh, a guy like Sami Zayn because he doesn't have the star power. No, I see he left pretty hot. If they didn't uh, want anything to do with him, they wouldn't have pulled that whole thing with him uh, retaining the title at WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan. They would have quickly switched it over to Brian and over and done with. They have plans for Sami Zayn being that chicken shit heel uh, manager slash wrestler that is holding on that title. They had plans for him to keep on going. Now, when he comes back, 
we can mark this date of this episode number 18 when he comes back if he's not instantly in the title uh picture then i'll admit i was wrong but he's coming back pissed off and going for the title that he rightfully should be holding i'll tell you this being pissed off okay if he comes back and he's in that fucking title picture immediately. I will shave this fucking beard, okay? That's that's me saying this on air. That's how much I, I can tell you right now in the 18 episodes that we've done of this show. And this beard has existed that whole 18 episodes and has been growing greatly. Um, the fact is I will shave the beard if all of a sudden right after Sami Zayn comes back, he's in that title picture. There you have it on the show. Um, <laughs> silence. Good. <laughs> all right. Quick. Quick thoughts on these five topics, guys, because we're running out of time. We're, uh, uh, it's, yeah, it's been an interesting episode. Becky Lynch and uh, being pregnant, uh, Asuka getting the title. Just uh, quick thoughts on it. Steven? I mean, she's pregnant. She has to give up the title. Is Asuka no. the right choice, though? No, but when did they ever do anything good or correct but i assume there's got to be a program somewhere but i i don't really know i i don't get it all right sean it instantly turned oscar face even though uh some people were questioning whether she was face or heel going into uh money in the bank just the way she's been acting lately people are loving it but she was still uh the kabuki warriors were Still doing heel tactics, but now this definitely puts her into a uh, face moment. I kind of wonder uh, how much she knew going into uh, that announcement the other day because, you know, they might have sent her out there to say, hey, play it up like Asuka, and she got the title, but she genuinely looked surprised when Becky mentioned the whole you be a, a warrior, I'm going to go be a mom. And just the look on her face, I think that was totally legit. And, you know, because she prayed around getting uh, rubbing the fact that she got the title, and it was a total 180 for her uh, personality-wise. Like, that was, I think, the real woman, not the character, just in genuine shock and happy for her. Uh, Becky at that time so you know and of course there's been memes all over the place being the second uh, person that uh, Seth Rollins is uh, forced into dropping a title third uh, person uh, he's made uh, take out of wrestling uh, due to not uh, being safe so you know there's tons of memes out there involving this and you know Happy for uh, both her and Seth. All right. Thoughts on the rumors of uh, Vince McMahon firing uh, XFL Commissioner Oliver Luck based on the fact he was using a uh, company cell phone for personal use and uh, going against Vince McMahon's wishes of hiring an NFL or potentially hiring an NFL guy uh, that had some kind of history to him. Um, another Vince McMahon power trip, so to speak? No. If he broke rules, then... And wasn't doing the job he was uh, asked to do. It's no different than any of us in our uh, current jobs. If we're not doing what we're supposed to do, thanks for coming out, sport. <laughs> thanks for coming out, sport. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike Tyson, AEW Championship. What are you guys feeling on the AEW front as far as them bringing in Mike Tyson to present the uh, uh, TNT 
championship there, Stephen, to um, either Cody or Lance? I mean, if this was 1997, it would be cool. Uh, it's 2020. I have zero. I don't understand where Mike Tyson fits into that, him presenting the title. It's different. It was someone in uh, – I just don't get it. I don't. I don't at all. I'm really confused, so I don't understand why it's Mike Tyson out of – you fucking have Arn Anderson. You have Tully Blanchard. You have all these – People and you pick Mike Tyson because he lives in Las Vegas. Cool. I just, I don't get it. That's not someone who I had to reread it three or four times to try to figure out if I was reading that right. And unfortunately, I was. Yeah, unfortunately, Mike uh, is kind of a hot topic at the moment because there's talk about him wanting to step back into the ring, even at his age. Um, and the odd thing is just, I think, the day before or even hours before that announcement got inserted into uh, yesterday's episode of Dynamite, people were thinking it was going to be Sting because Sting apparently isn't with WD anymore. Uh, his contract's up. And next thing you know, they're pulling uh, Tyson's name out of nowhere. Let's just hope he doesn't think he's uh, going to be part of DX and starts crotch chopping while he's out there and, you know, or looking for Cold Stone so they can have another round with Cold Stone. It'll be interesting. Uh, hopefully it's a one and done. Um Last little bit, uh, Sting in the WWE, they're apparently done. Where do we see him going? WWE again. They're going to eventually offer him money, and they can't – he won't be able to say no. And if he gets his wish to uh, possibly do the uh, thing with Undertaker after now that they did the Boneyard match, there's new life to be uh, – given to both Undertaker and Sting to make it happen, at least satisfy the fans uh, in the imaginary world of the cinematic uh, presentation of WWE. You know, it, it could be just a power play at the same time. Like he didn't sign and all of a sudden his figure's not going to be in the uh, new uh, batch of Mattel toys and everything. And just his name being out there for AEW does uh, give him sort of that leverage that, you know, oh, he could. He's no longer with us. He could go there, and Vince is going to throw money at him. So it won't surprise me if he's there. All right, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, some quick notes: Rachel Ellering, free agent once again. Crazy Steve, Sue Young, Tasha Steeles have been signed by Impact Wrestling. Uh, Christian is on After the Bell with Corey Graves this week. Excalibur is on AEW Unrestricted that launched today. Undertaker: The Last Ride, Chapter Two: The Redemption uh, is taking place this coming Sunday. Apparently, he's going to start going into more detail as far as uh, where his future and his career goes. Uh, last, I guess not last night, but two nights ago, Last Ride of the Road Warriors. Uh, did you guys see it? Watch this morning. I have not seen it yet. I uh, will be watching it after this. It's just been one of those weeks. So second best ratings in the series history. So that's season one and season two. Sean, what are your thoughts on it? Because I know there was somebody on the Scumbags message group uh, that didn't think too highly of it. Um, what were your thoughts on, on the episode? 
It was a decent episode. Um, this season has had good uh, episodes. Some of the stuff have been meh uh, in just their content. Um, it's still interesting to watch. A good documentary series. I will uh, definitely watch it. I'm looking forward to what topics they come up with season three. But unfortunately, if you followed wrestling long enough, and yeah, I got the DVD from WWE with the numbers that they put together. 90% of what was presented uh, the other night in Dark Side, people knew. It was just a different presentation of how it was uh, given to us. Uh, so it's good to see in a different light, but nothing earth-shattering got brought in. I'm definitely looking forward to this week with the season finale uh, being Owen Hart uh, because you're going to have Martha, Oge, uh, possibly Athena is going to be in it. I'm not sure if uh, his daughter was part of it. And who else is going to be uh, talking about Owen? And it's almost exactly 21 years uh, to the day that it happened that uh, it's being presented. I think it's like two days off. So it'll be on the 20th instead of, we're sorry, yeah, 20th, and he fell on the 23rd. So three days different. Almost 19th. So next uh, Tuesday, May the 19th, will be the actual date. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you should know that with your birthday coming up. I know, but, you know, just with this whole COVID-19, it's, what, the 100th of Mayuary? Yeah, something like, like that. Everything just blends in. Weekends uh, don't matter. You're just like, man. But you are right. Yeah, so when her passed away uh, back in uh, you know, May 23rd, 1999, obviously, uh, tragically. Um, kind of weird. I was going through birthdays and dates today. And uh, uh, the 18th, uh, so May the 18th, the British Bulldog David Boy Smith passed away back in 2002. He's only, I think, early 40s. Uh, so to know they passed away within five days of each other, just different dates. I mean, I guess five days in three years. That's uh, it's kind of insane. Uh, but yeah, the final days of Owen Hart's coming up uh, next uh, week, Tuesday on Crave TV. Uh, guys, touch base, money in the bank thoughts. Uh, quick, I mean, the show was, I couldn't believe it was over at 9.30, but any highlights that stand out for you guys at all? I think the uh, Seth and um, Drew match was uh, probably one of the best matches of the night. Um, I was in the middle with the uh, presentation of money in the bank itself. Uh, hopefully it gets put into a video game, just a um, scenario uh, sort of deal. But they made it seem as though they were going to start in the same spot. They didn't. They started in the gym and in the lobby. The cameos are what they were. I didn't understand the doink one. Um, I think at the same time it could have been a little bit longer. And with some of the people who were participating in it, they could have had a few more serious and violent moments. But then when they finally got up to the roof, it, the latter part of the uh, match itself was, what, two to five minutes tops of ladder action. Uh, but, yeah, half hour for both those matches, done by 9.30. Can't really complain. I know there was a lot of people uh, crapping on the whole event. And, no. I enjoyed it. Steven, any highlights to stand up for you? 
I mean, the Drew McIntyre match was highlight of the night. Like, I was shocked that it was 9.30. I thought I was really confused by the time. But <sighs> fucking lad, like, money in the bank. He fucking threw Rey Mysterio and Alistair Black over the fucking edge. And they were on TV the next night. Yes, but they got explained that they only fell six feet to another roof. I honestly, because of it being the cinematic uh, world and what we saw at WrestleMania with the other two, I expected at least one person to go off the roof, Hans uh, Gruber style. With them going, ah! I just, I was very. Why? Why? They do the Boneyard so well, and then they do Acid Trip number two on Firefly Funhouse, and then the, I didn't understand. Like, the I didn't understand the fucking cameos. Oh, my God. Are they trying to put me in an early grave or to get me an alcohol or drug problem soon? Because I think they might. All right, I want to uh, switch over to uh, Japan right now. Well, what was your thoughts, Chris? Uh, I'm going to pass on that just simply because of the fact it was. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> Maybe future episode, but the only reason I'm passing is the fact is I've seen two shit shows by the WWE in a row. Uh, second night at WrestleMania, and then all of a sudden this uh, Money in the Bank thing. So uh, backlash, uh, I got to say, I'm not looking forward to. So I'll leave it at that. But uh, what I am looking forward to is New Japan Pro Wrestling coming back. Um, do you guys agree with the fact that uh, Harold Mage uh, came out and said that one of the so there's three reasons why New Japan Pro Wrestling is not existing right now uh, to protect the health and safety of wrestlers and staff, venues being unavailable to use for New Japan Pro Wrestling events, and New Japan's own corporate social responsibility. Um, in saying that, there is a lead into something else I want to get you guys top uh, uh, thoughts on. So DDT Pro Wrestling a place that uh, Stephen I know loves and Mike, uh, uh, Psycho Mike Rollins has been part of, will conduct an open experience for what is presumably the first ever Zoom-based remote pro wrestling match with 100 audience members in the chat room providing cheering crowd noise for the wrestlers. Do you guys have any thoughts on that as far as excitement at all? Or do you think it's going to be like, what the hell are we watching and listening to? It's going to be what the hell. Yeah, for fuck's sakes, you must bring up DDT just to piss me off at the end of this call. Really? Um, I mean, this is going to be stupid. They're going to fuck this up, and I'm going to end up screaming and yelling, and then you're going to say, I just hate people. It's just a standard. You're going to like it. I'm going to hate it. Yeah, it's going to be exactly what I think it is. Okay, let's put it to you then. What's your favorite wrestling promotion out there right now? Right now, top three then. Oh, fuck. Pre-COVID, obviously, right? Because, Pre-COVID, yes. I mean, I was really digging, uh, as weird as it sounds, the NWA. Um, I was really d- digging MLW, the Contra Unit, and Jacob Fatu, which is he's insanely good and probably well smash but i didn't mind some wwe but i mean nxt i was really in digging nxt 
Okay, so let's let's put it this way. If MLW were to give you an exclusive event, you could sign up for for five bucks to be one of a hundred guys to be, basically be able to watch a live pay-per-view, a live show happening where you could have fan interaction with and you and 99 other people could take part in this and the rest of the world had to wait, say maybe a week or a couple of days to be able to see this. Would you take part in it? Would you throw your $5 to MLW uh, to you know potentially see Contra or Jacob Fatu or the Hart Foundation uh, as part of this event, like just maybe one match that lasted like 30 or 40 minutes long? Are, are, is it going to be a thong match? Because if not, then yes, I would spend that money. But DDT is going to do something dumb, and you're going to like it, and I'm going to hate it, and we're going to just fight about it. So it's not the concept, then. It's the promotion. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sean, your thoughts? I've been on way too many Zoom conferences and meetings over the last while, and the thing that ticks me off the most of them is having, in this case, it would be 100 people all going, hi, 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 hi. And there's like a three to seven uh, second delay. So you're going to get a pop after the fact. And it's all going to be choppy, and unless everybody's muted, but then that takes away from the reason to have it. And it's just going to be a real annoyance. I would actually prefer to wait to see it uh, in my own version whether it's at home or see it live where the crowd noise is not affecting the outcome. Like, no, I would not sit through a zoom call wrestling match. All right. Um, interim NXT, uh, cruiserweight championship, uh, group a has Kushida two and O Jake Atlas, two and one Drake Maverick, one and one Tony Nese, all win three. Group B, Akira Tozawa, 2-0. Uh, El Hijo de, de, Del Fantasma. I screwed up. Anyway, 1-1. Gentleman Jack Alher at 1-2. Isaiah Swerve Scott at 1-2 uh, as well. The other side of things, Impact Wrestling 7, a tournament of their own. Trey beat uh, Rohit uh, this past Tuesday. Sammy Callahan and Elgin are fighting this coming Tuesday. Shamrock and Rano on the other side of things fighting this coming Tuesday as well. Hernandez and uh, Madman Fulton. Hernandez actually went over. Um Guys, I know you probably don't follow Impact Wrestling as much as me, but if you were to take a pick between Sammy uh, Callahan and Elgin going on to the next round, who would you pick? Probably Elgin. I, I fucking Elgin. I would hope Elgin, but I, I actually watched Impact this week. So I it watched. Was, well, what did you think of the whole show? It was the best sleeping drug I've ever had. I'm sorry. It, it. I can't buy Trey and Rohit in the world title mat like tournament and they're two or triple X or XXL fucking tag team. Oh fuck. Like really people, they have talent. They have so much talent. And then I'm like, fuck you guys. Fuck this up. I just don't get it. I don't like what they're doing with the North the stupid videos that they shot up here in Mississauga. Hey, I, I got something for you. So do you, you saw Impact Wrestling on Tuesday? Yeah. Okay, so the two guys that were in the ring with the North, one of those guys was Matthew Grant. Matthew Grant is from the Empire. Remember that tag team that you were unfamiliar with as far as the Fantasy Warfare tournament went? Yes. So Matthew Grant was the, the smaller guy with the beard. Oh, cool. They, <laughs> it was still horrible. Like, I just don't understand why I present the North like that. It makes them a comedy act, and 
But yeah. it was because Josh Alexander was so serious in that, and then Ethan Page was just being Ethan Page. It, I I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. And then all of a sudden, you had uh, who, who, George, George George Iceman doing the uh, the gimmick on the mic, and it was I loved it. If they do more of that stuff, I will tune in every single week. Sean, I'll get you. Uh, Cody's still stuck on the side of the road. What's oh yeah, <laughs> and Cody's still stuck in this. Yeah, that right there. I mean, that's another reason to watch Impact Wrestling right there. Uh, Cody in quarantine. Sean, I'll get your thoughts on the other side of things. Um, potential of either Kushida or Jake Atlas taking on Akira Tozawa in the finals for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. What do you think? Uh, I think it'll be uh, uh, Kushida. Yeah, I gotta agree. Kushida versus. Uh, Jordan Devlin as a wrestling fan. I'd love to see that. Um, AEW this week, 654, NXT 604. Highlights, Daniels versus Brody Lee, main event. She didn't number one contender. MJF returned, Vanguard one destroyed. The other side of things, NXT 604, Imperium uh, defeated uh, Matt Riddell, uh, Timothy Thatcher uh, to become the new champs. Uh, Finn Balor got beat by Cameron Grimes, which surprised me. Um, and then... Not too much else, I believe, happened. Uh, I mean, they're setting up Damian Priest versus Finn Balor, so it looks like they're making Finn Balor in the face uh, down there in NXT. Uh, AEW Double or Nothing coming up uh, this coming, uh, I guess, next Saturday, May 23rd. NXT, is that Saturday? Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? So that's Saturday, May 23rd. Uh, now it's NXT TakeOver in Your House, uh, June 7th. Uh, uh, sorry, WWE Backlash 2020 taking on June 14th. Um, of the three events just mentioned, what are you guys most looking forward to between Double or Nothing, TakeOver, as well as Backlash? Uh, be interested to see what they do with TakeOver, uh, with them doing the In Your House. Is it going to be a nostalgia show? Is it going to be a straight-up NXT current uh, presentation? What is their theme, and how is it going to uh, affect? Like, that's the like, Big question mark, I think, right now on that. Uh, as far as AEW, like the big match is going to be Cody and uh, uh, Archer, and that the title, uh, the AEW Championship with Brody Lee and Moxley is going to be like middle of the card, and you have a uh, let's do our own Money in the Bank ladder match with a poker chip hanging at, above the ring, like. They don't want to be WWE, but they are WWE light at times. It's just like, make up your mind, get your own uh, image. And I think somebody else brought it up uh, on a different show that I was listening to. If you've looked at all the AEW World Champions or World Championship matches, who have been involved in them? How many AEW originals or anything like that? have been part of it. It's all been WWE former talent involved with that bloody belt. You don't want to be WWE, then don't be WWE. Steven's on his head here. Uh, the thing is, is I actually enjoyed the Casino Royale Battle Royal, whereas the, the groups, and it was unique. Now you're doing a ladder match just after Money in the Bank with the but, same concept. But it starts off with two guys and they could get the chip before any of the other seven come out, and the match is over. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, that's gonna happen just like two or three falls matches don't go to the third fall. I think I've only seen once where I think it was Dustin and uh, Steve Austin went two straight falls in WCW. 
but every other two or three falls match has to go three falls. All nine guys are going to come out before that chip is claimed. All right, Stephen, Backlash, NXT, or uh, AWW or nothing, what are you most looking forward to? Probably NXT, just the in-your-house concept. I remember watching it as a kid. It'll be interesting what their concept truly is. I mean, I will probably buy the AEW pay-per-view just to see what type of – there's so much potential. I mean, I'm actually interested in the uh, Shaki the Naira Rose versus the the Karoshida. Yeah, that's it. I'm I, I mean, I'm interested. Britt Baker versus the Alien. Chris Statlander has some talent, but I'm not interested in a fucking Alien gimmick. Uh, you weren't into Max Moon back in the day. No. Do you even know who Max Moon is? Conan. As well and as uh, yeah, Paul Diamond as well. Ooh. Uh, I mean, right. I, I just don't. They they should have really postponed this probably a little longer because with what they've taped, I don't even know any of the other matches other than I think four. We'll and, go through them next week because we'll do a we'll do a full preview on it. Oh yeah, and, uh, we can talk. We can talk. We can talk about the alien again. Uh, last little bit uh, before we uh, sign off. Uh, Smash Wrestling right now, um, I mean, we're diehards. Uh, what's more exciting to you guys here? Smash Wrestling best entrance polls uh, in their tournament that's over there or Scott Hunter and his social media stuff right now? Scott Hunter's pretty funny. Or, and I enjoy watching Scott Hunter with a wrestler watching a match. Uh, Kevin Bennett ver- uh, versus Jay White, I want to say. Yeah, he did that Tyson Dukes as well as uh, Psycho Mike as well. I didn't see the Psycho Mike. And then um, Tarek, that was just the one this week or? Yeah, I haven't seen the Psycho Mike one yet. Versus uh, Zach Sabre Jr., I want to say. But they've been good. I mean, it's interesting. I don't mind the the polls because it's been kind of interesting to go back and watch the music. How about Scott going nuts in his apartment there? I just assumed it's all of us. He's just putting on video. He's having some fun, so it's at least some good content. He even got the attention of uh, Alicia, too, uh, uh, interview queen herself. Uh, She asked him how he was doing uh, his split screens and everything. So I guess it's inspired her. Well, that's a good thing. All right, so independentwrestling.tv, support them there. ProWrestlingTees.com, support them there as well. Sean, what's going on in the Scumbags of Wrestling? Anything new, anything exciting? Um, you're probably waiting for this COVID shit to get over with so you can get back on track with your uh, social media. Eh? Yeah, just waiting, uh, doing uh, episode number 105 this weekend. Uh, yeah, just a lot of what we talked about. Uh, running down the results of uh, Money in Bank uh, this past weekend. And, yeah, if anything comes out between now and uh, recording time of uh, stupidity outside the ring, I hopefully will uh, have it covered. Steven, you looking forward to Fantasy Warfare Tournament tomorrow? Yes. It will so- be interesting because we're it's manager's valet, so it will be actually – 
interesting to see how we're going to judge winner because it's been different with tag teams and you know what we have uh, the the two tag teams, I guess, tournaments we've done. But managers valets, you can't really picture them necessarily in the ring, so it'll be interesting how we're gonna. So it's interesting. Well, you say like it's interesting the way we do it. So I get five picks, Sean gets five picks, Steven got five picks, and that sixteenth pick, as opposed to just doing a random thing, we've thrown it up on the scumbags of wrestling. Anybody want to announce who uh, who the fuck is the sixteenth member of this? Set? Oh, fuck! We- they just want to hear me yell and scream. I'm sure. Of this. <laughs> Apparently. Because I thought it was going to be a woman. Uh, she would have been almost in my top five. Uh, well, I the five that I picked are not necessarily my top five. I just picked some people who uh, I thought should be at least considered, try and get a good mix. And woman was right there on the bubble whether or not she was going to be in it compared to, say, Teddy Long. I almost pulled him in exchange for uh, woman. But other other people that were on that list with Oliver Humperdinck, uh, Slick, yeah. Slick, I voted for. Steven, you want to announce who uh, 16 was? Fucking Virgil. Lonely Virgil. Are we kidding? I voted for woman because I thought she, I almost pulled Sonny out for, for Virgil or for fucking Virgil. For woman. <laughs> Fuck. These people have me going now. But I, I voted for woman. I really thought woman would have won that poll. But I'm gonna need some anger management. I'm pretty sure the more we do these, we'll have to see how it uh, plays out when uh, they get randomized into the uh, tournament brackets. And uh, we can't wait to see these brackets. These are gonna be something. Yeah, because uh, Chris, do you want to at least tell who? Are 16 R before they get matched up? Uh, yep, I can do that. Um, I just got to bring up uh, Facebook because I haven't put it into a, a Word document yet. So hold on a second. Um, while I'm doing this, though, I will explain. So we are exclusive on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash TN throwdown CA is where to find us. We still are fairly new at this. There's been talk of released in uh, past episodes. Uh, probably like a month down the line. So you will see it eventually come up to YouTube or Facebook or whatever the case may be. Um, but right now they're exclusive to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TN throwdown CA is where to find it. Uh, we're chatting a bit, so I've got to scroll just to see. I have a have. list in front of me if you want. Then good. I will I will plug away after your, uh, you get the list up. Yeah, I have it. So plug. Are you done? No, I I can plug now and then and then okay. I'll, I will actually know what no do do your thing first because uh, okay. I've got a few announcements so no problem so as Chris said we uh, each picked uh, five uh, piece and did also then the uh, honorable mentions uh, sort of poll and the sixteen you've already heard Virgil but the rest include Captain Lou Albano, Jimmy Mouth of the South Heart, Classy Freddie Blassie. Sensational Queen Sherry, Paul Ellering, James E. Cornette, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Sonny, Mr. Fuji, J.J. Dillon, Paul Heyman, Alexander York or Marilena, Teddy Long, Paul Bearer, and Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, I wonder who picked James E. Cornette. 
I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been either of you guys. Yeah, it wasn't either one of us. Anyways, guys, um, the official hashtag for uh, TN Throwdown, uh, I've switched over to hashtag Throwdown Army. Reason for it, I've also registered throwdownarmy.ca. What I'm going to do is link that to the official group of TNT on uh, Facebook. So there is a page, there is a group. The group has more social interaction as well. But if you go to throwdownarmy.ca, it will take you to the Facebook group. As well as, as opposed to trying to make everything TN Throwdown CA, which I can barely get right at times, it is still the social media handle just because they limit some of the characters, Twitter, Instagram, whatever the case may be. But to make it easier on everybody out there, ThursdayNightThrowdown.ca is the official address now for the Thursday Night Throwdown. It just made a lot more sense. I didn't have to screw up too many T's or I's or or Virgil's or whatever the case may be. But uh, you can go to ThursdayNightThrowdown.ca. That is the official web address to Thursday Night Throwdown. Um, and I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to talk about other than maybe next week's show. Sean, are you going to be part of it? Yeah, I have no reason not to be. So episode 19, guys, uh, will take place next week. Uh, we may go early, we may go later, we may go on time. That is going to be the birthday boy's decision, as it is Sean's official birthday, uh, May 21st. Uh, fucker was born in 1976, so he is old. Uh and, and saying that, I turn about 44 about three weeks later, so I can't, I can't say too much. Yeah. Um, good news is, is the fact is, Sean, from to my understanding, is going to be part of the show. So I know we will talk some Owen Hart because it is the anniversary of his death. Um, uh, we might do some scumbags backdrop logos or whatever the case may be. But uh, I think next week, um, I will still run the show, but I think what I'll do is give Sean rain on what the hell he wants to talk about. So I think in, in honor of that, I think Jonesy, if you're out there, you're listening and you're available, I want you to be part of the show as well. Steven, if you're available, I want you to be part of the show. But like I said, it will be Sean's show. I will just be running things, but we will talk about whatever the hell he wants to talk about next week in celebration of his birthday. And Sean, maybe have a beer actually next week. I got some in this fridge beside me. <laughs> there we go. And Steven, I don't know if you drink or not, but if, you, if you're not going to drink beer, just uh, drink some water and pretend it's pure vodka and away we go from there. I'll have a Caesar. Because I'm classy. <laughs> no, White Claw is classy. That's what Tony Khan drinks. And I still haven't been able to get through a full beer at any episode I've done. It's probably still about half full. So, um, But anyways, it has been fun. It's uh, It's been enlightening because of the fact we uh, – I, I love the banner between us sometimes because the fact is I don't think, honestly, we do enough of it. I try to make sure we hit the focal points of the week. But the fact is, uh, Sean and I can go back and forth as far as wrestling knowledge goes. You know, uh, we've been to a lot of shows together. Uh, you know, we what we met, we're what, 15 years old or something like that. Yeah. You know, wrestling marks, so to speak. And then Steve and I met at the MWW show, what, back in October? And the rest is history. Uh, I, I, I see things getting debatable, uh, you know, further and further and further as the show goes on. And, and tomorrow night, I can't wait for it because the managers and Virgil, maybe I'll make Virgil my pick all the way down just to piss them off. So <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. But uh, like I said, TNT is on Patreon. You'll find the shows, the episodes on there. And then further released to probably about a month uh, later on, uh, you know, our, our social media accounts. Uh, Sean, anything you want to follow up with? No, I'm pretty good. All right, Steven. No, all good here. All right, so I'm going to make one request since this is my show. And that is that Sean has to rock the Hawaiian shirt next week. Yes. Sure. All right, so there we go. We got, we got it on air, so that's a sure. Uh, back Which one? To, uh, the one that you had on the Fantasy Warfare tournament that you decided not to go with. Okay. All right, so, so Sean's going to be rocking the, the, rocking the Hawaiian shirt. 
and a beer in hand. And Stephen says he's going to have a Caesar. So it will be a, a drinking episode next week. So anyways, guys, until then, it's been great. Uh, again, check out uh, Stephen. Uh, uh, Stephen's wrestling journey on, uh, like I said, his Facebook post uh, from his mom, as well as on YouTube. Uh, thoughts and prayers with him for, uh, you know, as, as healthy as a recovery he can possibly have. But uh, on that, that is it for episode 18. Thank you for listening and watching, and we will see you guys next week. See you.